What up, what up, what up? This is Ron coming to you live from that 505, which is Albuquerque, New Mexico. Thank you guys for joining me for another episode of this podcast. Today, we are talking red flags. Red flags. We've all seen them, but some of y'all choose to ignore them for some reason. Maybe it was because of looks. Red flags. Before you even get into the relationship, there are red flags. But once again, you tend to look over these red flags because that boy fine, or that girl hot, and you just surprised that you even got a chance. That flag is flying for everyone to see. Sometimes you even get the warning from your friends or family like, this ain't the guy, this ain't the girl. But you choose to ignore them. And some of these red flags that you choose to ignore done bit you in the butt. It's like driving your car and that check engine light comes on. Some of y'all pull over. Some of y'all go right to the mechanic. But then a lot of y'all keep on driving. Like, shoot, if I just drive, park for a little bit, I'm pretty sure that light will go off. (laughs) It's the same when it comes to a relationship and red flags. You either do something about it or you tend to ignore it. Now, I conducted a survey not too long ago and I asked people, what do you consider to be a red flag? Because in all honesty, a red flag to you just might be a turn on for someone else. Here's some of the things that they mentioned to me. Obsession, I guess, was the number one obsession. If somebody is obsessed with you, that normally turns into they require a lot of your time. So then they become possessive and there's no feeling No worse feeling is when you're in a relationship and you not belonging to you. Another one they said is a lack of communication. When you're texting back and forth all day, but then all of a sudden, every day at seven o'clock, that person disappears or you can't get in contact with them when you try to call them, they never pick up the phone. That is a red flag because nine times out of 10, that person is either laid up with another person or they got a lot of stuff that's going on that they do not want you to know about. Also, a person that's always looking. You know that brother, like you ask him, hey, you working right now? And they're like, well, I'm, I'm in between jobs. I'm looking for jobs. Or my boy, he works at this spot. Or my girl, she works at this spot. Uh, somebody's about to quit. And then I got the hookup. If they're always looking for something and they never take responsibility for their downfalls because everyone else is the blame, then that is a red flag. That means that they will never be responsible and you will always be the blame if things do not go the way it is intended to go for them in their lives. Another one which I agree with is the extreme emotional reactions red flag. If you come at them with something or you asking them like a general question and they either get super excited about it, uh, defensive all the time, or it just seems like they try to detour the conversation to something else, that's a red flag. When you get into a relationship or before you get into the relationship, you should be able to ask whatever question that you need to ask to get to know who the person is. Even if it is their ugly past, if they avoid it or they just throw out some hogwash to you or or try to detour you from the conversation, 
it is time to walk away. It is up to you to decide what a red flag is, though. What I will tell you is whatever triggers your senses to be something on the negative side, you need to look deep, deep into it before you decide to just jump into a relationship. Because a lot of people have lost a lot of things, including themselves, when they have overlooked these red flags. We are going to get into this first caller. I really like this episode. I really like this episode because it is everyday life that people tend to ignore some negativity about a person, some negative signs about a person, and they end up getting in a bad situation. Let's get into it and see if you can relate to any of these stories told by these callers. All right. What up, young lady? How you doing today? I see you. I see you, and I really appreciate it too. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Hey, how's it going? How's everybody doing? I hope they're doing good. I like that accent. Where you from? Originally Germany, but I live in Georgia now. In Georgia. Okay, I got you. I got you. So, Miss yeah. Brave Soul, have you ever <laughs> been? Have you ever been in that situation where? You were introduced or you met somebody and all kind of red flags came up. However, you were like, ooh, this dude, fine. Mm -hmm. I got to get with this guy. And he was just not the one. How did that happen? The devil dangled a pretty package in front of me. Okay. He said, here it is. Come and get it. Okay. How how did that happen? How did you meet the young man? Since I am single and out dating, I don't want to say it ruined it because it didn't ruin it, but it left a slight bitter taste in my mouth. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That it is. How did it happen though? So Let I met I met him I met him online last year and uh, on Tinder. Tinder. Like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Social dating is, hey, COVID, you do social dating, whatever it took. Right. He, he was pretty, and the red, he asked me, what do I, this is one thing I changed. He asked me, he said, hey, what do you look for in mm. a guy? Mm-mm. Oh, <laughs> don't ever ask him. So I learned from that, like, now, when they ask me, what do you look for in the guy? I'm like, I just want you to be you. Just be yourself. Okay. Because if I tell you what I look for. I'm going to be everything that you gonna, say you want me to be. to me. Yeah. That's yeah. what you're going to give me. Correct. So then, after a month, two months, there is a change. Now, I don't know who I'm getting. Am I getting the first guy from the first two months, or is this you? <laughs> okay. So which one is it? Because <laughs> you switching up on me. How'd you come? Confu- we were dating like on and off. There was always scenarios. There was always, hey, I got car problems. My car's in the shop. My car getting painted. Okay, that's all little things to me. It doesn't matter. But he was like, hey, um, and I noticed that he always wanted to come to me. Oh. 
But did you ever ask when when he always was coming to your spot? Did you ever say, "Hey, how come I never get to come over to your spot?" No. Why not? Why didn't you ask that? Because I feel more comfortable in my spot to start off with. It's my comfort zone. Oh, uh, you in my territory I- I- initially, but then you got to go see yeah. how this person is living because this right. person might be living foul. You never know. Right. But he was just one out of, I don't know, I don't want to give a number, but because I was dating around, I didn't want to set just zoom in on this one guy because he kind of hit me with a few red flags and I ignored it. Okay. okay. He always came to me. It's fine. But I made that mistake one time and I happened to leave my house. It was in the middle of the day. I happened to take a quick run, and he had just spent the night, which he had spent the night a few nights before. Okay. But that particular day, he spent the night. And whenever he, in rule number one, don't trust nobody. Rule number one, don't ever, ever, ever trust anybody. But... I left the house for, it was maybe 45 minutes, but 30 minutes in, he called me. He said, hey, uh, something just happened. My, my brother's going to come and pick me up real quick. I got to make a quick run. Something happened to my dad, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. It don't even matter. He dipped before I got back. Okay. Come to find now, he went through my entire house. He went through every single drawer I had, everything, and I come up $2,000 missing. Girl, you're lucky he didn't steal your whole damn house. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> whoa. Right. <laughs> whoa, whoa. So you trusted right. him that much to leave this man in your house while you went somewhere and you have we all your possessions in your house. And he robbed you like that? Three and a half months. Three and a half months. That okay. Was, that was it. That's all it took. So what was his story, though, after after you found out that he had stole from you and whatnot? Was there oh, more to it? it? He denied everything. He denied it. He denied it. Denied it. Denied it. But he, he mistaken that I do have cameras in my house. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So your trust factor, you need to kind of. It's, uh, it's done. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, yeah. It's completely yeah. done. Rule number one: Don't trust nobody. He said, "Oh, something is wrong with my dad. He uh, he's not feeling well." I'm like, "Wait, he's not feeling well." What you mean? He's not feeling well. Mm. So okay. I got in the car because, and when I realized when I got back home, it took me about maybe about two hours to realize. I seen some things moved around. I seen some drawers that were still open. I knew there wasn't open before. I put one and one together, and I'm like, wait a minute. Let me go through. Let me go check. Let me go check. Mm. Yeah. He got me. 
it got me, it got me good. And mm-hmm. I, I actually knew his address or the address he gave me. I went to that address. I couldn't make this up if I tried. This right here is some foolery. <laughs> um, <laughs> I went to the address he gave me, which was his parents' house. And guess who answered the door? Who? His daddy. His dad. <laughs> right? That was supposed to be sick. Yep. <laughs> I say quick. I say it's good to see. It's a quick recovery, sir. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, when, when it comes... But yeah, I do read it in the comments about the police. Yes, I did file a police report. Yes, we did win the small claims court. And yes, um, I got my money back. It took seven and a half months to do so, but because I have camera in the home, and yes, I do have the coverage, therefore, yes, it was. Wow. Yeah, I did take him to Smokes Claims Court. He was trying to put it on, well, you date other guys, it could have been somebody else. No, dude, no, 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 don't do that. Mm-mm. No, no, not here, not today, not tomorrow, not any other damn day. <laughs> We're not doing that. Wow. He was a snake in the grass. Mm. A snake in the grass. Mm-mm. You got to keep your grass really cut low. Yeah, yeah, and you didn't, you, you cut your grass low, but you was taking your time to put your lawnmower back in the shed while you was busy. <laughs> this man was straight up robbing you. <laughs> so... You just, you got to, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a yeah, stranger that you're leaving in your house. I, I learned quickly you cannot trust nobody. It doesn't matter if it's three months or if it's a year or six months. You can't, you can't trust them. I hear you. I hear you. I apologize that that not. happened to you, but you just got to be more careful. It was my fault. <laughs> 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 I apologize because it was my fault yeah. for leaving this fool in here. But. Yeah, you just got to be more careful. Just because they smile in your face don't mean they're your friend. You know what I mean? You can't give everybody a key to your crib. I'm just saying. Bump. He never had a kid. But, um, yeah, bump bump the cuteness. Forget about the cuteness. Yeah. And let a bit of taste in my mouth. I am stepping really lightly. Yeah, the thing is, is this, before I get off here with you, um, not everybody is the same. You know what I mean? I say put your guard up. Uh, don't be as trusting as you are with everyone because you can't give everyone that trust that you would give to, like, your family members and stuff like that. When you meet right. people, period, no matter if it's on a social media site or in person, you have to make sure 100% that they are trustworthy to you. You are right. very, I'm going to tell you, you're very lucky. 45 minutes or not, you are very lucky mm-hmm. that all that person took was $2,000. You know what I'm saying? And not took anything. <laughs> yeah. You have, yeah, you have some people that are called a U-Haul or their friends or whatever. They just clear you completely out and disappear. So mm-hmm. you're very lucky. Use it as a lesson learned and then just press on. You know what I mean? But just, you know, you don't have to treat everybody bad because one bad seed no. came into your life. No. But 
Yeah, just be more cautious next time, young lady. Oh, I am. <laughs> I'm stepping real lightly. <laughs> All right. All right. Can't dress, no, dress nobody. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. All right. Thank you for chiming in. Thank you for, for chiming in. Love the question. <laughs> Keep it going. All right. I appreciate your support. I hope you have a wonderful night. You too. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Wow, she left dude up in Hot House and he got her for two grand. Luckily, she got it back through the court system, but it could have been a lot worse than that. You just got to be careful on who you let or allow up in your house, especially if you don't know them like that. All right, let me take a question from online and then we'll get back to the next caller. How do you move on and trust again? <sighs> Um, you got to see people as who they are, uh, see them for what, what they are and see them for what you need them for. That's how you move on. Once you move on, once you see people for who they are, you can move on. You know what I mean? Every situation that you get into, like people say is either a lesson or a blessing, but you have to change your patterns and you have to understand that what you did in the past, what you accepted in the past, you're not going to accept anymore. The thing is, we try to change individuals into being who we think that they should be. So a, a flag, a red flag will happen, you ignore that. Another red flag will happen, you ignore that. Till it becomes a norm, and then they, they take advantage of you. Once you say enough is enough, and you keep on moving on until you meet the person that you should meet, then you'll realize how important you are, and you can move on. That was a good question. I really appreciate that person uh, writing in, giving me the opportunity to answering that forum. Okay, let's move on to the next caller. What up? What up? What up? You are on with Ron. And today's topic is we are talking red flags. Red flags in a relationship. Have you ever been introduced to someone or you met someone and you really, you really like their appearance? You really liked everything about them. But as you started looking into them, a bunch of red flags started to come up. You decide to ignore these red flags to the point where they ended up, these red flags that is, biting you on the butt. Have you ever experienced that in life? Not, well, no, because I, I, I will chalk it up to being young and stupid. So oh. I, I didn't understand red flags. <laughs> okay. So I was young and when I met my first husband uh you know you get googly stars because you've never been with the boy you know stupid stuff like that right <laughs> right so I, I talk like you know like young stupid hormones like basically and not knowing who i was okay as a person and uh defining boundaries and what i what i want what i need what i like and also being able to be compatible enough and understand what they need and like and have balance within relationships right um, so I don't know if that really would apply. Now I, I, I've only been with two guys my entire life and dated two guys my entire life. And, and you married so one I married. of them. I married the second one too, just recently. Yes. Okay. Well, congratulations on your recent marriage. When it comes yeah. to that though, in, in, in a marriage or when you guys were dating, what would you consider to be red flags in a person? Like you were, you were observing your your husband now, and I'm pretty sure yeah. he wasn't perfect. So what was a red flag that he had that you ignored? 
that I ignored or choose to like evaluate and just cautiously evaluate. Either either <laughs> way, cautiously evaluate. Let's go with that. You know, he, he he's he's sort of well, he's famous. He's sort of very famous kind of guy. He's you know like a famous musician. Okay. So. Because of that, when he was in his younger days, he, you know, ran around and was, you know, girls and everything, you know. Um, so knowing that, but he was very upfront with situations because he's older now and I'm older now. Okay. And because of that, you know, I had to really tread. It was hard for me because I think God brought me the most, like, opposite person of my ex that he could bring me and was somebody that had known issues in the past of, you know, cheating, pull around, you know, just that kind of stuff, being a guy, that's all. Um, and that was the ultimate, um, delivery of learning how to reevaluate and learn how to trust someone again and not holding my past issues with the current person moving forward. Okay. So the red flags were there and I was like, Oh Jesus, why did you bring me someone like this? <laughs> Please help me. <laughs> but you but, you overlooked that because you're you're married now. But the thing is, is, I had to also go in knowing that I couldn't hold my past issues with my ex with anybody moving forward. I think that's the problem a lot of women have in today. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to love. Um, they don't. They're always on any new guy. Like, where are you at? Why aren't you calling me? Grinding automatically because they don't understand that you're you're that way because of these other men that have made you that way. But it doesn't mean the person that you're with now or starting to find and guys don't like that so when you get you know build up with that you know grind on them already then you know they're just like you know you get defensive anybody that's even accusing you of something you're not doing right. you know and that just doesn't so then when you're like that the woman gets more you know and then it's i think that's what a lot of problems with relationships are you mm -hmm. know is um a lot of the women are messed up too you know <laughs> we are <laughs> Well, if you if if you say that against the women, I'll say there's a lot of guys that mess women up as well, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, but, but yeah, you have to be able to learn to heal and and understand your triggers or mm -hmm. your lack of trust issues, things like that, before you go into a new relationship. And if you can't, you know, control them and not take it out of the new guy, then maybe you're not right. ready to move forward at that. point. Somebody new, and you that's know? and that I said that during my last podcast. Um, a lot of people don't take time to heal. You want to hurry up and move forward, so your moving forward tells you that I can just get rid of or get over my past relationships, and it doesn't necessarily work yeah. that way. Just because you move forward doesn't mean that you dropped yeah. off what you've been through. Sometimes you just carry whatever that old, that dead weight into your new relationship. The thing is, is that people don't understand no matter how you want to deny it. You can say, well, I'm an independent woman or whatever like that. But we are built to be companion based like animals, you know, mammals or whatever. Right. We want to have companionship. So it's the companionship that a lot of people are seeking. They don't want to have the loneliness, you know, um, rather than being ready for a relationship. That's the difference. They don't understand that, Hey, you may want companionship and you want someone that you can spend, you know, some time with, but you may not be ready to actually form a deep partnership with somebody. Okay. I can see that. I understand that. But relationships yeah, nowadays is, is, is totally different than what they used to be. You get in a relationship. If I like you on social media, let's say I like 10 of your photos. Oh, we date. That's how people see yeah. it nowadays, you know what I mean? Instead of getting to know someone, they go for the appearance at first, and then all of a sudden, 
you're in a relationship without knowing nothing about the person that you're in a relationship with? I'm pretty plain Jane. <laughs> like for me to be with my husband now, I mean, I'm, I, when I first went, I'm like, you know, I was getting out of the situation with my ex. Um, he had been having an affair for about three years or so. And mm. I, I mean, I've had like probably one of the worst affair situations than most women go through. Uh, my story is very unique. And um, so I had a lot of issues that I had to work through. Um, but I was working through them because that was just something that no matter what was going to happen between me and him, I wanted to find out what my issues were within, within right. like the com, you know, whatever it is. So, um, I started working on all that stuff. Then he would say, Oh, you and your psycho babble. Cause he didn't understand what I was trying to learn, you know, for myself to grow. He just right. didn't, you know, whatever. and you know, we were young, we were stupid. We were married for 22 years, Ooh. very long time. Um, he was my first, you know, everything boyfriend, whatever, you know, uh, I was very sheltered, homeschooled, you know, like Amish girl kind of okay. thing. I have horses, you know, right. not real Amish. Like my, my husband now, his friends, you know, the only way I can explain, it, I was like, I'm ex Amish. That's just the best way that they can mm. have an analogy. Homeschooled and had horses and was at the barn all the time. So I'm pretty much, you know, <laughs> um, but then, you know, I had the, the long marriage and, um, he had an affair with a girl that I actually brought in to help. Um, she didn't have anywhere to go. She was like 20 years younger than him, helped, um, brought her in to help with our barn because we had horses, you know, after I had cancer and everything it went through. So she lived with us for five years and they mm. started having an affair and she was like my best friend, daughter figure. I had never had children, you know, um, I mean, has like all access to everything in my life, passwords on Facebook, everything kind of deal. And mm. like I said, she was like 19 years younger than him and they started having an affair. <laughs> and it's just like, like, it was like, are you serious? And people think they're like, you could write a book with this. Right. I said, I know. So like, you, you don't watch TV. You, you never invite nobody over to your house to stay with you, no matter how old they are. <laughs> you, don't, you don't watch TV. How many <laughs> movies have been made with that same scenario? Yeah, this girl is, you know, like, I mean, I, we don't, we don't even know because I mean, I'm old now, so I'm sort of like, you know, what would you think that, you know, he would be thinking, you know, to this point, he was just trying to break the marriage up, and he even said, and even in front of her, it's like, were you just trying to like be with her, get her pregnant, or who knows what, try to like, you know, I, so I would find out and it would break us up, and he's like, well, I guess so, and then she's sitting there. Like, what? You know, and I was like, well, you're trying to get pregnant to get him away from me so you could, like, have a built-in farm and kick me out? She's like, yeah, so they were playing each other. It was just, like, crazy. But they're still together, even though it's just, like, mm -hmm. but now that been, you know, years ago, and, and I'm, um, you know, I met my husband, actually, I went out to go sing at a little club, and um, it was right at the tail end of the three years of everything, and he was drumming in there one night and I sang, met him one time and a couple months later I met him again and then um, they asked me to do some little Tina Marie show or whatever with, with uh, you know, for later in the year. And during that summer my ex walked out for good and then we started talking, got close and we were both like, we don't want to get involved, we're, you know, I'm good, he's good, but we just connected and it right. was, it was weird because we were not looking, you know, at that time. And I think that's when you find someone is when you're not looking. So you're saying red flags and all. Right. I had a lot of them that had to 
go into them and evaluate everything and rather than jumping the gun and automatically assuming even though the red flag may be there i had to look at it and see what the value of the red flag was does that make sense yes yes you're not going to tell us who your husband is he's um do you know go-go music yeah yeah old school go-go music do you know the song the butt yeah. Doing the butt. Yeah. He's the drummer for EU. Okay. Yeah, EU back in my days, that used to be the gym doing the butt. Ah, da, da, da. Sack, 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 sack. Yeah, that used to be the gym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He played for like Roberta Flack for 20 years and Shaka Khan for 10 years and Chuck Chuck Brown until Chuck died. Luther, um, Vandross, Arrested Development, um, okay. Salt and Pepper. I mean, the. Um, Grace Jones, you know, Slave to the Rhythm, that right, old song, right. he's a drummer. Uh, don't jump on the red flags and make sure, because some people say, oh, it's a red flag, and then that's it, because you may be cutting off your nose to spite your face also. You could. You know, you, have, you really, you know, even with guys, you know, they're like, oh, that's a red flag, and they're out of there. But I'm like, if you do that, you're automatically going to, you're, you're judging the service. You need to get to the reason behind it. If you've got a situation, you'd be able to talk to the person about them before you just cut them off because of it. Right. Because if you can't, your concerns about hey i you know this is worrying me a little bit you know can can we bounce around on it just you know maybe you can clear something up for me because a lot of people are afraid to have that conversation right because it's awkward unclear the the questions when red flags come up and then they just automatically want to okay red flag bye and they're done right you know it's awkward and there may be reasons yeah, it's an awkward conversation because nine times out of ten, when you have a conversation about red flags or your concerns, normally they the person thinks you're accusing them of something. But that's also the person that is going to ask about the red flag has to know how their delivery is going to be. They have to work on their delivery. Yeah. When you approach it, sensitive subject, you know, saying like, you know, with when my husband with you know the girls and everything you know i i just said you know what what was your you know what 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 went on you know I'll just leave it open for him to tell me mm. what happened you know and i mean i don't need to know all the details and all that stuff you know it's just he got young married too and got a girl pregnant and ended up marrying her and same thing it's like i was like my little sister you know not like a, a partner to me you right. know and not that he didn't love her or care for her or anything like that. It's just that, you know, when you're young, you do things and you get married before you really know who you are. And you might be hanging out with someone that's a cool friend, but they're really not like a life partner that can like dig into the dirty stuff when life gets hard, you know, like, and, um, so you need to find someone that can pull through the dirt and the mud and everything, you know, whether or not you're, you're, you got good days or bad days, or you end up living on the street, eating peanut butter and jelly, you know, a cardboard box together, you know, you're still gonna, it is what it is because God's going to bring you up down and make you humble. And, you know, are you going to still be there with me through all that? Well, it's nice talking to you. Nice talking to you as well. Thank you for chiming in. I'm up in my studio. I was singing some today. So I see. I'm gonna have to check you out. I'm gonna have to check you out. Thank you. Like I said, I really thank you for your insight. Thank you for chiming in. No problem. It was nice meeting you. You too. Have a good night. All right. Talk to you. All right. You too. Bye bye. Bye. Now she saw some red flags, or better yet, some concerns that needed to be addressed before she got with her man. 
because he was a famous musician or probably still is a famous musician from back in the days. And you know how musicians carry a bunch of stereotypes, a bunch of stereotypes. So she just wanted to make sure that she was good because she had been through some things in her past. I wish them the best. Now let's get to the next caller. What up? What up, your armor? Ron, what's your name and where you from? Hey, this is Sherry from Ohio. Sherry, what's going on? How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Now, you say that you have ran across a few people in your local area that have given you red flags that you just choose not to deal with. So you decide to do long distance dating to avoid that. And how is that going? The dating pool in my town is slim to none. Um, If you're looking for college educated or anybody that has any, um, I don't know how to put it nicely. Anyway, (laughs) it's a very rural town. Okay. uh, Substance to them. So I've done every dating site probably imaginable. Um, Been scammed. Um, So... Um, I met a really nice guy on Christian Mingle. Okay. Um, we did the FaceTime, FaceTime thing. We did creative dates. I don't know if anybody has ever, um, we did our love language test. We knew what each other's love language was. We would, um, get our iPads out or computers and say on a Friday night, we would do Italian and okay. And it was going to be pajama night. So get your pajamas on, go get Italian. Are we doing candlelight? What are we mm. doing? I mean, oh, you, you said Italian. It was a bomb. You said Friday yeah, night you would do Italian. Italian. I thought you said you would do accounting. I'm like, y'all in there crunching oh. numbers on a Friday night? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nope, nope. So it was, it, was cre- it was a creative date because we're long distance, right? Right. So, um. You know, we, we did whatever we could to make it exciting because we were, were long distance. Okay. Um, only thing was, um, you know, every time he was supposed to make it my way, I mean, because the rule was, you're the man, you come my way first. Okay. You know, there was always an excuse why, why he couldn't come. So, okay. Well, you know what? After... Six months, seven months, eight months. You know what? Whenever you get yourself together, let me know. Because I just wasted eight months of my life doing all this whenever I could be dating somebody that is making an effort. I felt like I was making more of an effort. I don't know. Okay, so what what happened was y'all had an agreement that on the first date, he would come check you out in person. But then yep. when it came down to By it, he never, did, did he, he just never came or there was excuses on why he couldn't come. Yes. Excuses why he couldn't come. You know, oh, I got to work or, you know, his job was taking him out of town. Okay. 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 And I'm a very understanding person. Too much to a fault. Right. So. So, how long did but, it take for you to call it quits? Um, we still talked, mm. but um, less and less. We still talk to this day, five years later. Five years? But, yeah, but it's on a friend zone. We're friends, but not, there's nothing, 
you know, I'll be your friend. I'll talk if you need to talk, but there's nothing there. So, but we've never met in person. You never met in person after five years and you're still talking to him. And you still talk about, we were supposed to meet like five years ago. Yep. I'll say, hey, (laughs) have you ever made it to Ohio yet? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, it's glad that you, 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 it's a good thing you put him in the friend zone, because if not, you would still be dating somebody five years after the fact, and you still ain't met the person. Yeah. I'm smarter than that. All right. So does, you know, I've I've dated people here in Ohio, but you know, it takes six when you're dating somebody in person, it takes six months before you figure out who that person really is. Okay. In truth. I mean, I think. True colors. Yeah, it just depends on how fast you're traveling. Sometimes it takes six months. Uh, A lot of times where people fall into a situation is they jump into a relationship and they think they know somebody after one month or two months just because they didn't like about 10 or 15 of their photos or their videos on social media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I'll say six months. Six months is yeah. is is a, a good enough time. In person, though, like six months over a social media site or a dating site. Mm, I don't know about that, but six months in person. No, this a, this was an in, this was a, the last person I dated. Six months. It was like, ooh, whoa. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good deal. And good. he and he was college educated. Had a great job, you know, but, you know, I've done younger, I've done older, I've done college educated, I've done, you know, and that one was like an hour and 20 minutes away, you know. He was an hour and 20 minutes away from you? Mm Mm-hmm. And he couldn't come an hour and 20 minutes to meet you? Everybody knows. Oh, no, I would go, I would go up to Cleveland. He would come down here. Most of the time I went to Cleveland because there's more to do in Cleveland. Right. You know, um, my kids are grown, so, you know. Okay. But, so, but is that going to deter you know, in the future think, from long-distance relationships? Will you will you not do another long-distance relationship? I don't or think so, because that? I don't, like I said, the dating, the dating pool here is terrible. Terrible. Mm. Okay. So, um, but I think, I think you're attracted, I think women are attracted first by looks. I don't know. But, you know, I'm also, like, you have to have morals and standards. You can't, you know. Number one, you meet me, don't start calling me baby in the first day. Sweetheart, oh. honey. Mm-mm. My name is Sherry. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those pet names come later on. Once once a person has a comfort zone and what you like and what you dislike, then that's when those pet names come. But you can't call everybody hun, dear, baby, sexy, Beautiful the whole night because some people don't uh, attract that. Right. Yeah. All right. So, and you know what? Like, I don't know. Like meeting people, like if you're hiding me from your family or you're, I don't know. We're grown. Come on. You know, I'm in my fifties. I'm not. I I don't have time to play games. Right. If somebody's trying to hide you from their friends or family, or they never take you out in public where you guys are seen together. Those could be considered red flags, no matter if you're dating long distance or not. If they come into town and you guys have that one-on-one and they always want to stay in, you've never seen by anyone except for by him or her, that might be a problem. But I thank you for joining me. I thank you for calling in. All right. Have a great evening. All right. You too. Thank you. Now, this episode was about red flags. 
and some of the reasons why individuals decide to completely overlook these red flags when they are staring you right in your face. Now, I had mentioned earlier, maybe it's because that person is fine or very attractive and you think that they were out of your league to begin with. So you tend to overlook these flags looking only at the physical, which might be a problem because you get to know the person from the outside and you have no clue on what their intentions are when it comes from the inside. I mentioned some of these items or these topics or situations that could be considered red flags. Here's some more of them. You talk about alcohol or substance abuse. If you're going out on a date and this person is heavily drinking, that they can't control themselves or they're disappearing while you're on your date and they come back and they're acting totally different than when they were sitting down next to you, that could be a red flag. Always talking bad about their ex or talking about their ex to a point where you are sick of it. That could be a red flag. Rush to move in or borrow something. They're sleeping on their friend's couch or they're staying with their girl and, and whatnot. Then they always like bring it up when we're going to move in together or you got an extra room or can I borrow $20? Can I borrow $30? When you don't even know their last name, that could be a red flag. When they ghost you, and I'm talking ghost, I've heard stories where people are starting to date someone and then they will disappear for a month or two, show back on the scene like they didn't miss a beat. If you disappear from me, disappear. I don't want nothing else to do with you. If you didn't have the common courtesy to tell me that you were going through some things so we can discuss it and work stuff out and you just up and left, keep on moving because I am not the one. Remember, it is free to get into a relationship, but with a few bad decisions and a few red flags that you overlook, you just might have to pay the price or a price to get out of it. I thank every single one of these individuals for participating, calling in, everyone that's chimed in on this podcast. I really appreciate you. Do me a favor, like I say, check up on someone that you haven't checked up on in a long time, no matter what the situation is. You never know what they might be going through. If you are an individual that you need to talk to someone, but you have no one to talk to, make sure you reach out to me. I'll be more than willing to talk to you. Until next time, I thank every single one of you once again. Hope your families, friends are in good spirits. I'll holla at you.